Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. From an undisclosed broadcasting location. This is a test. For the next 60 seconds, this station will conduct a test of the emergency broadcast system. America, here comes the relief from the pain. Unapologetically, this is Lock and Load with Bill Brady. Good afternoon. This is Lock and Load, and here we go. Think Aim Fire with investigative reporter Lee Williams and Bob Keller from Gamut Resolutions. Good afternoon, guys. Lee, I leave it to you, sir. Off we go. Last week, I got a copy of the Use of Force Interim Training for Private Concealed Carry. This is a citizen concealed carry. This is from New Jersey. It was issued by the superintendent of New Jersey State Police and their state's attorney general. Uh, it's got to be good. It contains a 50-round qualification course that every concealed carry applicant must pass if you want to carry a concealed firearm in the state of New Jersey. Um, and I've been dying. I, I've never had a story blow up like this before. This thing went nuclear, or as George Bush would say, nuclear. Um, I mean, it just went everywhere. And I've been dying to run this stuff by Bob because this is, in my case, this is like 1995 police qualification course. <laughs> and... Uh, it's, it's state-of-the-art for 1990, probably. Uh, before we begin, the one thing that I said in the story that I think is really true is, you know, it's easy to get lost in the minutia on this thing and say, oh, you know, look at the kneeling and the prone and all that crap. But this whole thing is unconstitutional. You cannot test someone's yeah. constitutional rights. I mean, like, remember down south and, well, nobody remembers it, but, in the 40s and 50s, they had a literacy test for folks of color. They had to come in and pass before they could vote. Uh, keep that in mind because you're going to be seeing yeah. that analogy in an upcoming story. This is flat-ass wrong. You can require training, kind of, the attorneys that I know said. Uh, some of these sh- shall-issue states kind of can require training, but you cannot require anybody to pass a test for a constitutional right. Anyway, enough backstory. Uh, they call it the John Wick concealed carry test. And I, <laughs> I know. So I thought I'd ask our own real John Wick uh, because some of the things they're testing are just stupid. Bob, what do you think of testing and having students shoot from the kneeling position? Uh, but 
I mean, I think it, in a class, I think it's a waste of time if you don't have the fundamentals dialed in. All right. Wow. <laughs> Um, I remember I've said it before, I'm probably on this show. I mean, there's nothing wrong with doing that in training, but that's after you have everything else dialed in. Because the, the chance, well, the chance you happen to shoot from that position and actually see what you're looking at, probably never going to happen. But if it does happen and you, and you've never trained on it, but you've trained on the fundamentals, like the, the standing static and you are, you know, Phenomenal at that. I guarantee you'll make you'll be able to make shots from the prone position or the kneeling position or the sitting position or from your back. So, but most people want to do that when you're talking training wise and on the range. They want to do all that stuff before all the other stuff because that's what they see in videos. Let me ask you this: other than your range, where I could shoot from the headstand position if I'm safe. <laughs> Are you aware of any other ranges, specifically indoor ranges, that will allow you to shoot from a kneeling position? Because I'm not. I, I knew one that did it, uh, but then, like I put in the story, the, the dude, one of the one of the customers put the target too close and the, and the shooter about yeah. five rounds in the ceiling. No, no, I'm not, I don't know of any that would allow that position in a range, unless you're renting the whole range out. Right. Which, you know, you can do that for classes and had a whole indoor range. Um, or they would let me do stuff like that. Not that I do that in my classes, but um, no, like on a going to a public range and doing it? No, there's no way that they allow you to do that. Okay, next topic. What is the, the longest you would take uh, a handgun shot at? What is the max distance you would shoot? Oh, well, it's a three answer and a situation dependent. But you know, Hoss's rescue, Hoss's rescue, no fail shot. When I was operational, it was probably around 15 yards in. Okay. And that's testing. Yeah. Uh, I'm people from 25 yards. Does that have uh, any basis in reality? Um, I mean, well, you, can, you can never, you can win situations all day long. Right. Uh, there's always a chance you have to make that shot. Is that is that a high percentage shot um, if you decide to make that? Especially if it's the rescue or if there's somebody be behind the target or around the target. Um, it's, it's it's not an easy shot. Even for like when I like I said when I was operational, I was at the top of my game. And for certain situations, hostage rescue no fail, 15 yards in, and and that a lot of things go into that, That's, which. People up right here that in their court, what do you mean? You could only be 15 yard shot. That's 15 yards moving and shooting, basically headshot, hostage rescue, and a hundred percent guarantee I'm making that shot every, every single time. So it's a no fail. Absolutely. Right. So yeah, I can make 25, 30 yards, 50 yard shots with pistol. Am I going to do that if there's a chance of me, you know, missing and I'm moving and shooting? You know, if I'm static and I have support, I might make a 50-yard pistol shot. But um, so a lot of things go into that. Am I out in the desert where I know for a fact that if I miss, a round's not going to impact or hit, you know, hit a friendly? Well, then, yeah, I might make, I might try to make a 34-yard, 50-yard shot. So a lot of, a lot of things go into that. But, uh, like, in my training, I don't, besides the 500-egger that I have the guys shoot, I don't ever shoot anything out to 25 
Yeah, and that 500 aggregate is, first of all, I hate you for that drill. Second of all, um, that that's just a, a good measuring stick. For, it's a, for yeah, shoot. it's a great, well, and I really, the biggest thing in my classes is it's supposed to be an eye opener. It's supposed to it make is. people that that have only shot at five yards or ten yards and never pushed back, and they think that you know, and they're shooting at big targets, and they think that they're dialed in, and then you push them back to twenty-five yards um, on a bullseye target, you know, where they have to be accurate. And I usually say seven yards and in, it, it, seven seven ringing in is where you want to be. Uh, it's an eye opener. People are like holy crap, I am not as good as I used to be. I might, you know, because any, out of 50 rounds, if five of those rounds or 10 of those rounds are missing the paper or or not being inside uh, seven or eight in, those are missing. So if that's a real-life situation, where are those rounds going? And that yeah. happens a lot. So I, I use it as an eye-opener just so people can know how hard it is to shoot from that distance and to hopefully have them second-guess themselves uh, making a shot that distance. And it's also... Uh, a good thing, like at 25 yards with a pistol, uh, if you're not getting everything inside the black or, or seven ring, eight ring, or nine ring, and ring, it's an easy way to self-assess yourself. You're not you're not doing something right because at seven yards, you can get away with tugging the trigger to the right just yeah. a little bit. You know, and it's still going to hit black. But then, if you do that at 25 yards, it's going to be missing paper. So it's a out the distance is not bad to shoot shoot every once in a while because it, it is a good, you know, easy way to self-assess yourself. I would say this. If you're a civilian carrier and you're in New Jersey and you shoot somebody at 25 yards, odds are 50-50 you're going to be charged yeah. with murder. You guys hang on yeah. for me. Hang on for me real quick. We're coming up on the break and we'll get, we'll get back okay. to it. Bob is the, the chief and only guy at Gamut Resolutions. Lee is an investigative reporter at the gunwriter.substack.com, at Armed American News, and at the Second Amendment Foundation, saf.org. We'll be right back. This is Lock and Load. This is Lock and Load, and this is the latest version of Think, Aim, Fire with Lee Williams and Bob Keller. And where are we going now, Lee? I want to talk about point shoulder because throughout this thing, they're <laughs> telling these applicants or these to, to fire from the point shoulder position, which is ancient. Bob, I wonder if you uh-huh. even know what that is. I know. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was wondering if that's why Bill was laughing. <laughs> no, I don't. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's an old target shooting stance, isn't it? You're yeah. just sticking it out, and you're trying to line your shoulder up with your hand and your hand up with the target and your eyes up with the sights. And uh, well, I, I saw that it. in a Ben Gazzara movie one time. You're, you're right-handed, so your right arm is out and straight, right? Yeah, and your left your left hand is kind of bent, and you're pulling back with your left hand and pushing with forward with your right hand. But to do that successfully, 
you, you have to you have to blade yourself toward the target with your weak side. So your weak side is kind of facing the target, and there's this nice gap in most pleats vests where the bad guy could put around right through the gap and right into your body, which is why guys don't use it anymore. That and and lat- laterally tracking targets from left to right is nearly impossible with that. Now, I talked to Dave Workman, who we know. He, Dave's the editor at the Second Amendment Foundation. And I think, you know, Dave helped Samuel Colt design the Colt Walker at some point, uh, which, because uh, <laughs> he's been around for a while. Right. And he said, yeah, some target shooters will use that stance. But I, I would have bet bottom dollar that Bob, you've never even heard of that. No, I was never. I was originally trained on that as a policeman back in the day. And oh. it is so uncomfortable, you have no idea. So. So it is like body canted to the target. So it's kind of like the weaver stance. Like yeah, right kind of. yeah. It's exactly. one. It's a one hand exactly. grip though, Bob. It's designed. It was designed with revolvers in mind. Oh, gotcha. So your left hand's actually on your like forearm. No, your left hand is on the gun. It's, oh, okay. it's a two hand grip. It's a two hand oh, okay. grip. Your right arm is straight. And your left arm is kind of bent. It's like, like your- I'm in my office right now trying to trying to do this. <laughs> um, so, what? They're they're making them do that? Yes, that's from it's that's written what? into the. So, like when you, so when you take the test to get your concealed carry, you have to do that grip. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what, if you're in your office and you're doing it, now try, try and move to the right like a target came in from your right. It's nearly impossible. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that's, that, is, that is the reason why I use the Asasoli stance for both rifle and pistol. Right. <laughs> like me getting shot in the plate is cool. Like that's an added bonus, but that is not the reason why I use the Asasoli stance. Like everyone, as you were saying, Law enforcement and military are taught to get square to the target just so they get shot in the plate. I do it for situational awareness and for driving my gun faster, you know, a better range of motion without without ever having to move my body if the target is moving left to right. Right. That's crazy. That's crazy. It is. It is. And also, they're required to transition. To, to draw wow. with your strong hand and then transition to the offhand and shoot one-handed. Now, I defy any of you. I've, I've seen a lot of defensive gun uses. I've never seen one where the civilian had their right hand, their strong hand, somehow shot up or unable to use it, and they had to transition. Yeah. Oh, and then that's kind of – because you said that was, that was timed as well? Yeah. Yeah. So you got to draw, switch over. And shoot. Now, if you really want to do it, draw with your weak hand. At least that injects some type of realism in it. Yes, that's what, that's what I was just going to say. Like, think of it's time they're coming out strong and they're pretending that's a shot and it, it makes no sense at all. No, it's just like another thing you're testing is it's illegal in New Jersey to open carry. You have to, civilians have to carry concealed. Yet this whole course is designed to be fired from a law enforcement type holster, an open carry holster. Makes no sense. Um, what do you think of the one yard line from the holster, two rounds in two seconds? That right there should tell you that's pretty old type stuff. <laughs> one yard. One yard line, two rounds from the holster in two seconds. 
<laughs> well, I mean, you're going to get a lot of people doing point shooting. Yeah. And that, sure. that's kind of where I'm. When you graduate, Bob, you have to pick up a burning urn with both of your forearms and have a, you have a dragon and a tiger burned into your forearms and you're marked as a, as a I know that, New Joe. Jersey I know that, Shaolin Joe. monk for the rest of your life. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I'm... Oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Go ahead. No, just on the whole... Just what you were... What we were talking about. Um, them them doing that absolutely there should be there, there can't be like a, a, a standard that you have to do because of the second amendment there, you know to be able to exactly. Kill exactly. I, I mean, that is, you just can't go down that, that road um, but I you know it's one of those things it, it kind of does suck to like because everyone should be trainable you know right. so they right and that's, that's where it's kind of a hard one. Like, you can't say that you have to do that because that is your right to own a gun and carry a gun. But, you know, at the same time, like, I don't I don't agree with them at all, but um, it, it is hard to, like, for people just to grab a gun concealed and never go to the range, it is kind of scary, you know? So I, I, think, I couldn't agree more. I, you know, I, I would love to see everybody who carries concealed be able to pass this test and get the 80% yeah. score. It's but, cool, right. Yeah, I mean, have, have it as a goal. Yeah, you can't have nope. it as a mandate. No, heck, no. There's, yeah, that's just unreal when you call that. So uh, let me see. I think the Second Amendment Foundation has 53 active lawsuits nationally. I know somebody might be talking to New Jersey about. <laughs> I hope so. Getting rid of this. This is stupid. Uh, and and uh, like we said earlier. It's unconstitutional as hell. Yeah, absolutely. I feel bad for those people there. And it's, it's even worse than New York. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We could get into um, such okay. a deep conversation about those people in New Jersey and New York. We could get in such a deep conversation about that. <laughs> We got some good questions this week. Well, before you start uh, the before you start the questions, we're rolling well, in on the uh, rolling in on the break. Bill break. That, well, it's, okay. listen, Bill listen, break. listen. It's rodeo. It's radio. It's it's, it's radio. There, <laughs> I know, Bob. You know, we, we got to pay the bills and everything. And I'm trying to get you to. I'm trying to help. <laughs> you know, so like Bob Keller, who uh, you know, is also a media critic. And a point shoulder but, expert. But, point yeah. shoulder expert. Point shoulder expert and Shaolin Muck. He knows how to train you at gametresolutions.com. You can find Lee's work at armedamericannews.com, saf.org, and thegunwriter.substack.com. This is Think Aim Fire. Going through the stuff as we do between Lee and, and Bob and with my uh, very helpful interjections from here and there from time. Time. That's right. You're about to get into the question and answer part of the show, which is always the funnest part. We'll be right back. This is Lock and Load. I've seen just about every corner of this country, three million miles in my career. I spend a lot of hours on the road, but I love being my own boss. The road can be a beautiful 
beautiful place, but you're out here on your own, there certainly are risks. I'm Charles. I'm a truck driver, a husband, and a father. And that's why I choose Federal. When it comes to online gun shops, Primary Arms is one of America's largest retailers of new firearms, parts, accessories, and gear. They stock over 600 popular brands, all with everyday low prices and fast shipping. If you ever have any questions about a product, their team of product experts will help you make the right purchase. So, don't settle for less. Visit PrimaryArms.com today and see why so many gun owners make it their first destination for all of their firearms. Needs. For over 25 years, Aero Precision has paved the way as a leading manufacturer of American-made AR parts. Aero Precision caters to the rifle builder by engineering quality receivers, hand guards, and other essential parts. Aero Precision's added enhancements create a smooth build process from start to finish for beginners and seasoned builders. Whether this is your first rifle or your 50th, Aero Precision offers everything you need to make a quality AR at an affordable price. In the 21st century, the handgun has become the preeminent self-defense tool. At CNH Precision, we specialize in taking your weapon to the highest degree of functionality possible. With a complete array of goods and services specializing in red dot sight installation, CNH Precision will help you realize the most effective handgun the first time. If you need slide milling, installation, or accessories, go to chpws.com. CNH Precision, welcome to the Boom Squad. At Chambers Custom, we have one job. We strive to build the most obsessively, reliable, accurate, and beautiful pistols for the discriminating gun owner. Using the ageless 1911 design with a 21st century approach to each part and component, Chambers Custom meticulously begins each pistol as a standalone project, creating a bespoke, handcrafted, peerless firearm. They integrate all of the internal, external, and intrinsic elements that make a custom 1911 unit. Go to ChambersCustom.com. Chambers Custom, truly the mechanical advantage. At Spikes Tactical, we are all shooters with a very simple mission. Make the best product we can perfect at the best possible price for our consumers. We strive to produce the best components and rifles available with quality control second to none because real-world events don't allow for a second chance. Whether you are an operator, competitor, or home defender, Spikes Tactical will serve you well. Go to SpikesTactical.com. Spikes Tactical, 100% American-made to the highest standard. thing is a fair fight, and we bring the unfair advantage that is the 2011 platform. Dominate. At Staccato, we know the most important gun you own is the one that you're carrying when you're facing that threat to life and freedom. Win. We want you to enter that objective confidence that you are carrying the best gun in the gunfight. No compromise. No sacrifice. Staccato2011.com. Stand ready to face down the darkness with 2011. Holster.com, the home of DeSantis Quality built American-made products for 45-plus years. Supporting police and government contracts from first responders to responsible citizens. Holster.com is your source for quality American-made leather and Kydex holsters for the armed American. For concealed carry or open carry, Holster.com has what you need. We didn't invent concealment. We perfected it. Go to Holster.com now and buy a DeSantis holster today. What's in a name? If that name is Ace Firearms, you've just entered a very expensive business. First, a fully appointed gun shop with all the guns, ammo, and accessories you could possibly imagine. But then you enter the manufacturing facility that is 
home to Red Alligator Concealment, Militia Arms Customs, and so much more. Ace Firearms is beyond a simple gun shop. This is a totally peerless operation. To find out more, go to acefirearms.com. Ace Firearms. This is only the beginning. At MGS, we have what it takes to reinvent yourself. With a curriculum designed to balance work, family, and a gun repair education, MGS provides the gateway into one of the fastest-growing segments of the gun industry. Modern Gun School's mission is to provide high-quality distance education using time-tested materials and hands-on projects designed to develop a proficiency in both the technique and the business of gunsmithing. Go to mgs.edu. MGS Trade School. Your future is waiting. Welcome back. This is Lock and Load, and we are doing this week's episode of, or the the, the latest episode of Think Aim Fire with uh, Lee Williams and Bob Keller. Now we're into the Q and A for Mister Keller. So you go ahead, Lee. Let's start hearing the queries. Anonymous asks, which way are the rifle bullets pointing on the mags on your plate carrier? Had a bit of a discussion at the range today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, mine, if it's on my plate carrier, the bullet is facing my left side. Mine too. Mine too. Bob, if I show up at your class and I got him facing to the right, are you going to jack me up? Nope. But I, I will suggest for at least a couple re- reloads to try it from the left. Yeah. Right. Because some people just don't know. You know, I mean, and, and it's funny, which, you know, I kind of took this for granted when I first started doing it. Like, people don't even, uh, like, they don't even pay attention to where they're putting the magazines every time they go back to the uh, to their pouch. Like, sometimes they have it left, sometimes they have it right, sometimes they have a bullet facing towards, sometimes they have it facing back. Ooh. So that is one of those things that you need to pay attention to. Like, find the way that you like to have your magazines in your kit, and then always... Even if you're just setting your kid up at the house, make sure that those magazines are in the same way. But yeah, so, so all, all I suggest when I see someone doing, like, like when I when I go uh, like pistol, my bolts are towards the target, uh, rifle they're away from the target. When they're on my when they're in a pouch, and when they're on the kit, my rifle magazines are fair. My rifle to, or rounds are facing my left. Um, so I suggest do it one or two times. Like the way that I do it, and then if they don't like it, go back to go back to what's comfortable for you. Shooter choice, yeah, yeah. Uh, anonymous. I have a question about what one instructor is calling car CQB. Do you recommend fighting from inside the vehicle or getting out ASAP? <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, oh, so they're, they're like he's calling the class car CQB. You know. Yep. Yeah, well, that's, that's going to be situation dependent too. Is the vehicle deadline? Do you have another vehicle coming behind you to push you out of the, you know, out of the situation? Uh, who's with you? you know, what side you're in? So yeah, that that you could you could talk about that for four hours. Yeah. You know, and that's that whole what if thing. Uh, in most cases, I, I do agree with like most people call it what the kill zone or get off the X. 
you know, to get out of the vehicle, get get away from the vehicle, get to get this piece of cover. That, that I agree with that. If there is cover, um, and you don't have you don't have like a primary that is in the car with you, um, uh, but like there's just so much that goes into it. Like if there's no cover, and your vehicle is your cover, why would you get off the X? You know, at least it's something. So. Yeah, you could go down that rabbit hole and talk for four hours on the what if on, on vehicle tactics. Because it really is. A, it is a what if situation. You know, are, is there cover outside the vehicle? Are, do you have other vehicles with you? That's a huge discussion. Couldn't um, I just tap on the gas and run them over? <laughs> that, that's, and that, yeah, that's why I said if the vehicle's not deadline, like why are you getting out? Why are you getting out of the vehicle? Yeah, I'd be, I, I'd, I'd, vehicle, be I'd be so. trying to move on that one. There's so yeah. many different, so many different situations that can go into vehicle stuff. So, Barry asks, I know Lee used to be an AK guy until Bob corrupted him. <laughs> so, <laughs> I've got an AK question. Can you recommend a Kydex mag carrier, single or double? I can't find one that really works. Um, yeah, I was kind of looking at that before Bob put that signature rifle in my hands. Uh, the problem with AK mags, Barry, is they're all different. You've got Waffle, you've got Steel, you've got uh, 900 different types of countries made them. So find the mags you want to carry and then go to somebody and have them custom made for that mag. That's the only way you're going to get it done, and that's the only way it'll be tight and it won't wobble or shake or, or rattle. Um, because every mag is different. I recommend steel mags because I've actually had a couple of plastic ones explode in my safe, which was kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, Bulgarian one uh, just blew up 30 rounds of AK in a spring right in the middle of the night. I did not know what the hell was going on. (laughs) Uh, Anonymous. Oh, this is one of the best questions we've had in a while. What does Bob think of using the military to go after the drug cartels? I think we just talked about. Well, I talked. I might have talked about that on another podcast. Uh, and and I I like it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it's going to take uh, it's going to take military tactics because they're using military tactics. Yeah, it would be. You know, if I was still operational, you'd be chopping up a bit to do that. Um, yeah, if you actually want to to do do something over there, because you're talking overseas, right? Like stuff actually preventing it from coming here. Right, Mexico. Yeah, I would say yeah. yeah, but you know they have they're on this side of the border too. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a tough one, but at least. At least overseas, outside the country, be, I would think it'd be easier to get that done. And, and yeah, you kind of, it kind of has to be at that point if you, if you actually want to do anything about it. So I, I would be, I would be for it. I'd be pushing it for sure. Yeah, I would keep it uh, like your guys, and uh, I don't think we need. <laughs> Mechanized units had yeah, like, you, you roll in heavy like that. <laughs> yeah, uh, they think like, to pull the gap. That would be pretty funny. Um, that would work. Yeah, and, and you got the perfect. Uh, yeah, I bet you to a man, your old unit would just be like, yes, yes, yes. Oh yeah. Um, but at least the operators. 
Yeah. Well, you know, DeSantis uh, has said, and I think Vivek has said too, that they would use the military to go after these drug cartels. Which brings us to our next question, which took me a bit of research. Lori P., which Republican candidate has the best track record on gun rights? Uh, that's um, a good one for, for you guys. Yeah, well, uh, I'm going to go through it real quick. Ron DeSantis, my governor, he signed the unlicensed carry bill, but he promised to sign a constitutional carry bill. We don't have open carry, so it's not pure constitutional. Uh, keep in mind, he also banned concealed carry at an election speech he gave at a public park. Um, this Vivek Ramaswamy never held public office, no track record. He did he take money from Soros or early on in his education. Yeah. In an interview, he said the Second Amendment is the last line of defense. But, you know, dudes can say anything in interviews. Sure. Um, Mike Pence has an A rating from the NRA. Oh, uh, as a as a vice president, governor of Indiana, and former representative, uh, and he's incredibly pro gun. He wants allowing guns in school parking lots. Uh, he wants to increase gun ownership. He says that Second Amendment guarantees a fundamental individual right. Uh, he voted yes to protect gun manufacturers. Voted yes to uh, to stop those. Oh, I almost said a bad word. Those bogus lawsuits, and uh, he's got a hell of a hell of a good uh, voting. I didn't, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, he well, he was vice president, governor of Indiana, and former rep. Incredibly pro gun, um, but not the best. No, Nikki Haley, no good. Tim Scott, no good. I'm from South Tim Carolina. Scott, he's too he, nice. Yeah, I know. He's too nice. Yeah. He supported the bipartisan yeah. uh, gun background check. Yeah. He actually sponsored it, didn't he? Something like that. I don't remember. He's. We're coming up on the next break. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Okay. We'll get to. We'll get to old Tim in just a second. Uh, this is Think Game Fire, and we're taking questions right now. Or Bob is taking questions. We're trying to answer questions, and uh, you can find Bob at GamutResolutions dot com. You can find Lee at ArmedAmericanNews.com, TheGunWriter.Substack.com, and at SAF.org. When we get it lined up right, you find these guys here. We'll be right back. This is Lock and Load. question and answer part of think aim fire we were just being at uh, the question was who do we like best for on the republican side for president as far as gun rights concerned lee do you actually see any of these guys that are unblemished in any way yes and we're saving the best for last okay um we got chris christie uh supported a whole bunch of gun control he said that they should ban 50 caliber weapons because quote there's no need for those weapons to be sold to the general public I know, I know, right? Um, yeah, Asa Hutchinson, another another anti-gunner, he vetoed a bill that would have prohibited local police from enforcing federal gun laws. So, and I saved the best for last. I know you guys don't know who it is. 
former North Dakota Governor Doug Burgum, who will be on the stage tonight, oh. signed a bill making North Dakota a Second Amendment sanctuary state. He signed bills uh, giving North Dakotans the stand your ground law. He uh, protected North Dakotans' access to firearms and ammunition businesses. He expanded constitutional carry in North Dakota, expanded hunting rights in North Dakota. He prohibits state agencies from enforcing federal gun laws that infringe on the Second Amendment. He allowed, this is this is something. He signed a bill that allows local firemen and EMS entities to go armed, so they can have an armed response for defensive purposes only. And he has signed laws uh, protecting firearm and ammunition manufacturers from lawsuit for damages caused by a third party. Yeah. Way to go. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, right next to Minnesota where they just kind of went the opposite way. Yeah. No kidding. I mean, I don't know when's the last time you were home, brother, but don't uh, don't bring your guns. Hey, it's embarrassing. Embarrassing. So without a doubt, uh, Doug Burgum, who will be on the stage tonight, has the best track record on guns by far. Yeah, good good research on that, fairly. Thank you, brother. I didn't even know um, he was going to be up there. I just saw that. Today. I didn't know. I didn't know he Maybe. qualified. He must have signed a pledge. That's all you had to do was sign the pledge. If you sign the pledge, you can be on the debate stage. I, I <laughs> well, almost you, you signed the pledge. you got to have the money, too. you got to uh, have the money, too. I knew yeah, there was a reason I wasn't on what, the stage. What they're going on percentage-wise? Yeah. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of factors. Now, <laughs> we got two versions of this story, or uh, of this question. Uh, both of them are pretty similar. Um, do you think Joe Biden and the ATF are trying to start a civil war? Uh, <laughs> they'd be dumb if they are. Yeah, well, I, I think they already have. Uh, I think the Civil War has already begun, but they're using lawfare. Uh, they're they're not firing on Fort Sumter. They're coming after us legally. Yes, and yes. The, the battle has, they've been Democrats have been doing that for the last thirty years. Yep, yep. I think they're, they're, just, they're just chipping chipping away at it. So. I mean, I, I just spoke to uh, Russell Fincher, who was the, the tabletop on kitchen table gun dealer in Oklahoma that they hit with a SWAT team. They sent oh, yeah. 15, yeah. 15 SWATies to his house, yeah. cuffed him in front of his kid, uh, screamed at him until he surrendered his uh, license. He just got a forfeiture letter uh, yesterday from the ATF. Remember, they took uh, 52 of his guns, including a beautiful... Uh, yeah. Polytech KK. They're offering to pay him ten dollars per gun. Oh man, that's unreal. That's unreal. No, right? It is. It there's is. A, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of things in play right now. The the C forty thing is in play right now. You know about that, Lee? No, I do not. So there's uh, 14 American cities that have signed on to it. There's nearly 100 cities worldwide. This is where by 2030. Their their goal in their city is to have zero dairy consumed, zero meat consumed, no cars. Uh, you'll be able to com- you'll be able to buy between three and eight pieces of clothing a year. Come on, uh, you oh, will uh, you will uh, you will be able to take a flight 932 miles away and 932 miles back once every three years. Oh, so what? What? And the, where, where, where are you this, this particular at? organization is funded by Bloomberg. 
Wow. So I, I don't I don't really see how that's going to work out because you know yeah. if my mayor were to sign this uh, we're going we're going to his house tonight we're going to have us a little you know going to go back and practice the dark making, arts I don't know why you guys are making fun of it I think it sounds great yeah totally <laughs> I, mean, I could I could probably deal with the clothes thing. You know, yeah, me three, too. Three, 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 Wow, I still don't. I still don't know because I haven't, haven't been researching it. I haven't been buying any. But from what you, I think, well, I don't know. I don't know what we talked about last time. It's about, from what I hear from students, about the same as what I talked about last time. I mean, it's, it's definitely coming down, but it's not what it was three years ago, or four years ago. I don't know if that'll ever happen. I mean, you'd probably know, or Bill would probably know the pricing better than, better than I. It's, it's coming down pretty good. I saw a case of a, of a 556 the other day for right at 400 bucks a case, which is, that's still high from what it used to be, but that 9 five millimeter, ago, I'm seeing 9 millimeter ago, in the $200 ranges. Five years ago, it last at $400 AR. Oh, absolutely. Uh, but if it's at two hundred for a thousand with pistol, it's almost that's almost there. Yeah. yeah. I think I, I, if I can remember, I think I used to. Whenever it was like eighteen cents a round, and it was free shipping for pistol, I would I would stockpile on it. <laughs> so if it's at twenty, that, that's that's decent. Yeah. We have one thing on the. Uh, Grabbing go bags, go bags, and emergency bailout bags because of yeah. uh, California. Um, that's like Bob was saying earlier. That's a long discussion. What you need in your bug out bag, um, but given what happened, you know, in Maui and in California, I don't care where you live. You, you need a good bug out bag. I've written about it. I know there's a lot of stories out there. It reinforces. Uh, they reinforce the need for a good one. I guess after what happened in Maui, you probably need to think about waterproofing some of the stuff in your bag because they had some of these people had to go in the water. Yeah, yeah, but that, I mean that is that would it's what close to a natural disaster, but you know, ten miles away, now you're back to having grocery stores. Yeah, yeah right? exactly. I mean, the, the big thing, like for something like that, or even even a hurricane or natural disaster where statewide or just citywide, you know, as long as you're getting out and you have money, you know, like you can get out of the situation, you're always going to have, you're always going to be able to go to a Walmart or a super, you know, or to a grocery store or something somewhere else. I mean, the, the blowout bag, like a true, what I would say a true blowout bag would be, you know, is, is for more like a get clear bag. The, well, yes, for for like situations like the last two that you were talking about, right? Like a true blowout bag and like having a plan and having the car set up would be if you know all hell broke loose in America and you know you you did have to go to the woods for six weeks or a year, or, you know, whatever. You know, I, I just like 
getting out of a situation fast, you really need to have a big ball bag. Besides, like, I would I would say the biggest thing would be uh, have a, a a good med bag that you pick immediately yeah. when you're leaving. So if something happens on your way out of that situation, you know you can treat yourself and you're clear. I don't know, does that make sense? It does. Like, yeah. We're, like, we're, like, a, like a, a blowout bag that we would like, what we would call overseas that does have a lot of stuff. You know, that's going to put us in a because we might be out somewhere for weeks at a time and not be able to get picked up or, or have some place that we can go. Right. But you know, if it's if it's just a town or a city that's having that natural disaster, as long as you can get out of there fast and go somewhere else, you're you're going to be fine. So what we need is we need to program the Walmart location and the GPS. <laughs> We're running out of time, guys. We have run out of time. Thank you once again for joining me today. I always enjoy this segment. I could do this more than once a week. Find Bob Keller and his excellent training, his excellent training at Gamut Resolutions. Go schedule, schedule a class and become an operator. Find Lee Williams. He's, he's everywhere. He's at uh, thegunwriter.substack.com. He is at armedamericannews.com and he's at saf.org guys thank you for joining me thanks for having us take care hour number two is inbound this is lock and load save big on brunch for mom all in the Kroger app get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound all with your card and a digital coupon shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today Kroger, fresh for everyone prices and product availability subject to change restrictions apply see site for details